Uh, Coach Chill, what's your team's mindset going into this first game of the listen, season? Listen, listen, listen. Before you ask me any questions, I'm just going to come out there and tell you that we're taking it one game at a time, right? We're going to come out. We're going to play 60 minutes good football because there's no easy games in this league. And we can't afford to look past this team. Now, I'm happy with the way that our guys have been performing in practice today, but we have a long way to go. We're not where we need to be. We just have to continue to focus on the fundamentals because iron sharpens iron. 1% better every day. We just need to be consistent. And I'm really impressed with all the guys that you were thinking of asking me about. Thank you. Okay, coach. Now, now, now the game's over. Uh, uh, th listen, listen. Let me let, let me just let me just come out and say it. I, we need to get more stops on defense. Uh, we need to score more points, be more explosive offensively, and and just more efficient with the ball. We really need to protect the rock and do a better job stopping the run, pressuring the quarterback, and playing how we're capable of playing, which includes controlling the tempo. But I'm really proud of how our guys battled out there today. They left everything on the field. I really think turnovers and field position were the story of the game. And, you know, the bottom line is we just didn't make enough plays to win. But you have to give our opponent credit. They were the better team today. Time source. favorite weapon is a tank. I'm going to open up a bank account just for this leak. Eh, don't question my methods. I was riding the market while I was hot. Take my balls, not my pick. <laughs> and of course, by work-life balance, you mean dynasty life balance. I I'm blown away. I'm blown away. When your world revolves around fantasy football, dynasty is life. Nothing like a good football cliche for <laughs> your soul, my friend. Never heard any of those before, Coach Chill. Yeah. Not a single one. Not completely uncommon, unique, creative, innovative, and objectively, critically developed cliches, right? That's those, it. Those are all the adjectives that perfectly no describe adjectives. them. Yeah. yeah. So we got Dynasty of Life Vice to get to right away on our... Uh... Yeah, this one's pertinent, huh? Finally, finally told me about it before the show instead of blindsiding me with the thing that we do now every episode. <laughs> Love the hot take. Better, better content, in my opinion. Initial gut reaction. Fresh off the slabs of dust that are my brain cells. <laughs> so you got a little prep for this one. Uh, I got two questions today about Kareem Hunt. The Browns, in general, there's a lot of question marks yes. about. And... Yes. Um, with the draft coming up, people are wondering what draft pick you would give up for Kareem Hunt in this year's draft. Hmm. You know, the closer and closer that we get to this draft, the more good things I'm hearing about some of these rookies. That's why I wish we drafted earlier, right? Because, like, everyone now has information that, like, there's, Only I used to have, but <laughs> there's more hype. The draft picks become more valuable the closer they get to the draft, and you start to see right. player names behind them. Yeah, and you know, for that reason, I'm a, initially like my gut instinct reaction is you can get Kareem for a second round pick, but honestly, 27 years old, He's asking for a trade. Like, don't buy into the like. People are panicking. Kareem Hunt holders are panicking. I mean, they should. I mean, listen, like. You should have been panicking from the jump um, <laughs> because I just don't think the arrows pointed up. Um, I'm hearing maybe he goes back to the Chiefs. That would be cool. 
Yeah, I, there's a chance that something like that happens, right? And that would be that would be ideal. But oh, so let's hypothetically say that it does. Uh huh. He's on the he's on the Chiefs. He's he's been in the NFL for five years. He's 27. There are young guys on the Chiefs. Yeah. You got Ronald Jones and Ceh there. I mean, in my opinion, he's the starter in that backfield if you bring him back. Oh yeah. But I just don't know. Again, next year he's 28. Yeah. If you can go in the second round and get like a Damian Pierce or a Tyler Algier. Yeah, I'm not giving Rashad White. Like, I'm probably not giving that up. I'm probably not even giving a third this year at this point. Maybe like a future. Yeah. I could future third or a fourth this year. Yeah, I could package a couple of thirds. Like, if I was going to go for a championship and. I started to think that this dude was going to be traded to the Chiefs. I might I might throw a future third at it to see if that would get me Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Huge like, wild card. But it's such a risk. And like who wants the other thing is right like now. if he does go to the Chiefs, I also probably wouldn't be the guy throwing a second round pick at him at that time either. Yeah, so I I don't think it's I'm worth just, much. Uh, yeah, I'm it's not a, a huge wild card. Who wants this situation? If you're rebuilding, he's too old. If you're too you're a champion, risk. then you know too you don't much. want this wild card either. So whole lot I would risk. say fourth round this year. Swimming in the oceans of risk. <laughs> probably not a future third. I'd say a fourth round pick at this point. Lost yeah. a lot of value for me. Yeah. Anyways, we are uh, diving into the dynasty divisional rankings episodes coming at you first with the beast from the east go birds you know we figure we'll start with what we know here in uh in the good old nfc east we do know uh, this division well we do know this division well the hometown birds are uh heading into an exciting season i just wish personally that i believed more in the quarterback Discussion for another time, uh, <laughs> more pertinently to the dynasty success of our listeners, is I believe that there's a position battle at running back here in Philadelphia. A hundred percent. That is clear in camp right now. Yeah, we have, uh, you know, we got the coach repping the, the Gainwell shirt, too. I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but. He's got to be feeling some type of way to wear that shirt. He's got to be a fan of the guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're, wearing a, you're wearing a shirt that says his guy's name on it. More He's your backup running back. How's your starter feel about that? That's what I was just going to say. How's that making Miles Sanders feel right now? We like already he, know he's a little shaky. He's like, this is my year to prove myself. He's 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 feeling a little self-conscious yeah. about that starting running back. Role. On, Instagram, on Instagram, they're asking about their Madden ratings or something. And every guy was like, oh, I should have been higher, blah, blah, blah. And he was just kind of like, yeah, at least I'm not in the 70s. I was like, <laughs> I was like dude, you, in my brain, you were like a 73. Uh, I don't want no part. I want, and like the thing is, it's frustrating because it feels like a vision issue, not like a physical talent issue. He just never, just never goes the way I want him to go when I'm watching football. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like he puts it I puts together. Had more elegant way of saying that complete games complete runs complete seasons he just yeah he doesn't put it together definitely some highlights and some promise but i think they're getting frustrated with the consistency for the eagles i'm a little frustrated because i feel like there's so much dynasty talent and all of those players are being held back by the one player who's actually going to get the most fantasy points jalen hurts he's probably going to score a ton of fantasy points 
Yeah. But he's hurting all of these other players on his team. And uh, I'm holding on to this Eagle skill players to see which quarterback they get next and what they can do there because I think it's an exciting future. Yeah, I mean, that's a great way to put it. I, I have nothing to add to that. That's, that's <laughs> the final note. Let's move on to uh, a team that I feel very much the opposite way about in terms of my own fanhood, and that is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> um Dak not coming off an injury. They have to be happy about that this year. Um, there's not much to talk about there, but I think running back, wide receiver, and tight end are notable for the Cowboys this year. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I'm a believer that this is a running back turnover year for the Cowboys and that Tony Pollard is probably the better grab for going into this season. So um, you would take Pollard over Zeke right now? I would. Whoa. Yeah. That's significant. Yeah, I and I, don't and, think and I think that's for that reason. I, I feel sim- similarly about like AJ Dillon in Green Bay, Kenny Gainwell in Philadelphia. Paul says move now. If you have one of Jones, Zeke, like move that's now, dynasty players. Exactly. I love that. I love exactly. that. Make I got them getting pumped here about those guy. trades. Yeah, uh, Cowboys. A little concerned about their depth as an actual team. I think there is definitely a sleeper to be had at the wide receiver too. CD, yes. can he play 17 games? Maybe, but even on 17 games, can he be consistent week in, week out? Somebody else is going to have to step up. We got Dalton Schultz. We know he's going to be a good tight end, yeah. a good mid He's underrated. T- oh, yeah. 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 So who who do you have as that wide receiver two stepping up? Because whoever you think it is, I think has an opportunity to put up big numbers. Yeah, and you got Gallup on the pup right now. I... And I we talked I talked about this guy in our senior bowl episode because he You've made been on plays. Him. You've been on him. And I've been sad that he went to the Cowboys, and that's Jalen Tolbert. He's just a tall physical wide receiver who has that kind of it factor on tape and worries me that they're gonna slide him in right next to C D Lamb and have some kind of one two punch. I Will admit that while I'm high on him, I would not put him like in the same. You know, he's at highest in this rookie draft. He's a second round pick at, at high at the absolute top. Okay, okay, but it's partially because it's a pretty talented draft class. Like, yeah, you know, if you put him in round two, there are some people who I'm struggling then to. Who do I bump to round three in yeah. like a potential you know mock? It's tough. Yeah, in a 12-team league, I think you get Tolbert in the second half of the second round. Yeah, you've you've convinced me watching his tape after hearing you talk about him and just seeing the position he's in, the amount of passing attempts that Dak is going to have and the lack of depth in their receiver room. I really think he has a huge sleeper potential. Yeah, it's a good point too about about lack of depth. There's definitely definitely not a lot. He's going to be guys. called upon this year. It's for a sure. They're offense. relying on him this year, and he's like one of the older prospects. You know, twenty not one older. Twenty three, but he's it's, got a little bit older than the other guys. Yeah, he got sure. a little bit of height to him. Southern Alabama, so got to make that step to the next level. But looking good in camp. All reports positive. I do think that. People who jump in camp and look good in the clips and in the practice film, et cetera, like it is worth taking note of that. You can't put a super huge amount of stock into it, but listen to what coaches and teammates say. Um, you can really derive a lot about the rookies in this training camp preseason time. Um, 
so yeah, keep an eye on that Cowboys receiver room. Now, God, what a mess of a franchise. Um, the people of Washington, D.C., <laughs> I mean, they, they deserve better, uh, quite frankly. Um, scumbag owner, you know, racist team name. Like, that's not, that is not... Hey, I know hey. I've been I've been to their stadium and I've hung out with Commanders fans. That is not that is not what they deserve. Okay. They're they're a okay. good they're a good group. This and is, this is a nod to Commanders fans. Yeah, yeah. this is a this is an I mean I it's a I guess it's a passive aggressive nod because I still throwing shots. I'm sorry <laughs> for all you've been through, but like the stupid shit. Like nobody wants to think about that with their team. They want to think about their team playing football games. Yeah. So let's talk uh, on that note. Switching gears, talking about your team playing football games. Congratulations on having Carson Wentz in the house. That's a uh, <laughs> that's just an achievement. We can shut off the applause. Um, I'm I you know I felt like Carson Wentz came into the league, had a mentality about how he wanted to go about winning, executed it for two or three years, and then just all of a sudden decided that that was too big of a commitment, and he scaled back the time that he worked on football. That is my Wentz theory. Okay. Um, regardless, it is better to have Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke in the room than it is just to have Carson, Taylor Heineke in the room. That's true. So I think that you'll see improvements uh, for the wide receiver group. I think Jahan Dotson is one of the more underrated rookies out there. Yeah, for all the bad things you just said about them, they have a very nice trio of young skill players with McLaurin, yeah. Dotson, and Antonio Gibson. That's true, and you know you never know. They do got got a running back from Alabama lurking in the background there behind Gibson, and yes, uh, people think that he's going to be a kid a from hu- Buffalo, too. A, a huge knock on Gibson's value. I'm just, I'm not, maybe a little bit, but. You're not buying it? He's already been injured a lot, so it's going to help him stay on the field. I think overall, I actually like it for Gibson, and I like it for an opportunity for somebody to go out and trade for Gibson because the people are so low on him just because of that draft pick. Yeah, I worry more about McKissick coming back than I do <laughs> Robinson. Um, He's going to get his McKissick little catches. taking those, all that receiving work. And when I say all that receiving work, I mean, in our league, we call him the dump truck. Yeah, just dump he's off just all day. The dump offs. <laughs> he's, he's running around just collecting all the all the garbage. Now, one thing that Carson Wentz is not very good at and doesn't like to do is dump the ball off to a check down. He prefers to throw it uh, over the head of his receiver into uh, the hands of the opposition. But uh, hopefully, you know, for your sake, it doesn't go that way this year. Um <laughs> I think I, I don't like the running back room in Washington this year. I'm steering well, clear of it. Yeah. Um, they might not produce like crazy high because of the situation they're in. They're solid players. You know, yeah. Gibson could be a, a flex. I don't want him as my RB2 in my winning team, I don't think, anymore. Even yeah. as a flex, like rotation Same. player flex, like I don't Even, want, I don't want him as my yeah, starter. On it's the hard team. to count on. Um, I am watching tight end in Washington too. Okay, because you have some competition in a couple of rookies in uh, Cole Turner and um, Curtis Hodges from Let's Arizona see, State, Nevada. Six, eight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, big boys. I think both of them. I think they're both six eight. Okay. No, Cole Turner, Nevada, kid from Nevada, six six. But 
Uh, you got those two, and you got Jesse Bates, who's a sophomore now um, out Gundy. of Boise State. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. Usually I'm good with that stuff. Um, and all of these guys are competing to back up Logan Thomas, who's coming off the ACL last year. Always injured. Always, always injured. And is always injured on the pup list. Um, I do give myself a little bit of credit because when he switched Logan Thomas back in the day from quarterback to tight end, I said, like, He's a guy that's going to be a good enough tight end. Okay. And he did have, like, when he plays, he is a good tight end. Carson Wentz. So we got some sleepers to, to throw, watch. Right. Used to throw into Zach Ertz. So my point, I know I've, I've gone down a rabbit hole, folks, but my point is that there's maybe a breakout tight end who could be young in the, uh, the dynasty world down there in Washington. I love that. That's a great player to target, uh, undrafted free agent waiver. Good area to look. Solid dynasty life advice. Love that. One team left. One team left. I I have to tell you, while I'm a big Brian Dayball fan, I just don't think that this is going to be a positive uh, year here for the the New York Football Giants. And I don't think it's because there's questions at quarterback. Daniel Jones is the guy. Um, I can't hate on bringing Tyrod in as backup just so like, Hey, you could have a season at one point. I think I placed a bet on the giants being the most losing, having the most losing record in the NFL next year. And when they brought Tyrod in, I was like, damn, that kind of makes that hard because you get a winner. Jones fails. Right. Exactly. Um, People saying Saquon looking good and nobody else notable, even in the backfield. So if Saquon goes down, like Brightwell, it's like Brightwell and Brita, but there's not much to talk about there because basically the story is Saquon or not to Saquon. <laughs> <laughs> but a wide receiver, there's a much bigger conversation. You say bigger, Paul, but I think it's actually smaller in this case. The star that might come out of that room is 5'6". Uh, uh, they list him at 5'8". I'm hearing, I'm hearing five That's, six. Yeah, yeah, he's five seven and a half. <laughs> his his like college football rankings, the like his player analytic rankings are just so high. He's just so small, and he's in the system now that's going to emphasize pushing the ball the way the the Bills did. So I like him long term. Tony's a question mark. Um, Sterling on the pup still. It it's it's deep there. Like I, I feel like. Galladay, Tony, Robinson, Shepard, Slayton. I do like how they're leaning into Tony's quirks, though. They're like they're not a trying to like control more, yeah. him like a Belichick yeah. type. They're kind of trying to emphasize what he has. So that's and true. he proved that when he plays, he's he's damn near unstoppable when he's on. So just from what you hear coming out of camp, you do kind of feel like he is happier with this coaching staff. Um, <laughs> All of these guys are dealing with like little injuries, though, which is is interesting. With the exception of Robinson, yeah, um, and Galladay. Galladay is healthy now too. He's often injured. You just have to. You just can't trust this group, though. I mean, I say they're deep, and it's because I kind of feel like from Slayton to Shepard to Robinson to Tony to Galladay, you don't have that big of an increase in ceiling. Yeah, like you, you I can see a good like as you said, JD McKissick for the Commanders, Wandell Robinson kind of being somebody who just maximizes PPR yeah, points. Yeah, a lot of short short yardage touches. So I would take I would take Wandell out of that. Yeah, out of that room for dynasty and tight ends definitely interesting there too because the whole thing's up for grabs. They let uh, 
Ingram go finally, and they got Ricky Seal Jones in the house. But everybody talking about Daniel Bellinger, the rookie out of San Diego State, um, and apparently he's been working as the number one tight end uh, in camp after you coming off the that. pup. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had a quad injury for a little while, but I never guess it all worked tight out. Ends like that, you don't see that often at all. Um, and the whole, I mean, the whole room. Um, they have some undrafted guys, uh, Austin Allen out of Nebraska, and um, Hayden Smith going into his fourth year. Not a threat. I, I just don't see. Um, I just you know I just don't I don't know I don't they're, see they're, Ricky Seals Jones like being the guy. They're just and, not relevant, Paul. You're looking. You're trying to pull blood from a stone right now. Yeah, you're looking where there's there's nothing there. But if you're a dynasty player, I mean, I think that the point is uh, Bellinger. Yes. So, all right, we've been through all of these guys. We, we've we've been through, I'm sorry, all these guys. We've been through all these teams and, and all of their guys. <laughs> and we want to kind of come up with um, some positional rankings here. Um, we're doing divisional dynasty rankings. So, out of this NFC East, okay, at the quarterback position, okay, who is your number one and number two? Fantasy quarterback. Well, Dak is clearly the number one in this division. Uh, I mean, the the last three could just be tied for last. Uh, (laughs) I'll say Hurts in redraft. Yeah. In dynasty, I would say Wentz maybe has two two years left where Daniel Jones and Hurts probably are done after this year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about running back? Uh, t- top three because I mean I agree with you. It's it, it goes it goes Dak and then nobody that matters. Um, but at running back, you I'm got st- Saquon, you got Elliott, you got Gibson, Sanders. Yeah, I'm still taking Zeke number one. I know you're saying Pollard over Zeke in Dynasty. Yes, for a rebuild, but they're still going to use him. I like. Yeah, him. this is for right now. This for is, right now, this is dynasty value right now. Okay, well, I'm going to take Zeke then, and I'm going to take Gibson number two. Barkley's wow. health and res- and being back to that top level. It's been so long since you've seen it. I can't trust it. If I need a player to contribute for me this season, Miles Sanders. I don't know if he's going to end up getting RB one touches. I still think Antonio Gibson will, and he'll make some big plays. So I got to go with him as my number two. So you're going Elliot Gibson. Yes, top two. And then who are you going? Give me a third for the running back position just because I, I need to know. That's so tough. I think I would take Pollard. Really? Yeah. I would wow. take Pollard and then probably Gainwell. Wow. Yeah. So Saquon, you just can't. You oh, just my don't. goodness. Sorry. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll take a shot on Saquon at number three for sure. All right, all right. I um, I would probably put him one. I'm probably. I think that he may finally have a healthy year, and if you get one or two out of him, I think they're going to be pretty epic seasons. So I and I do think that they will manage him better with a more competent front office and coaching staff. So I'm taking Barkley, but again. I'm just just swimming in that risk pool again, <laughs> and I am am probably um, probably still gonna put Zeke second, but I think I'm I'm gonna slide. I think I'm gonna slide uh, Gainwell in at three, yeah, because I think he will take over for Sanders this year. 
Yeah. Um, I think they bring somebody in next yeah. season, though. I could see Pollard but, taking but Gibson over. and Pollard are, are close. I just, I clearly, neither of us believers in Miles Sanders. <laughs> so, hopefully, yeah, you'll take what you will from that. Prove us wrong, Miles. Right. I'm rooting for you. All right. Wide receiver, a little harder. We're doing five. Okay. Um, I'll get, You want me to give you mine first this time? Whatever you got. I'm taking, I think, C.D. Lamb is your clear number one receiver in this division for dynasty right now. Just age, everything. Number two is tough because you worry a little bit about Hurts, but I think it's A.J. Brown. I think Lamb and Brown, class of their own in this division. I don't know if everyone puts them in that order. I don't know how you feel. Oh, definitely. C.D. Lamb is yeah, comfortable, established in his situation, prime talent, prime target share. He'll be that pr- dude Prime for a offense. While. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's a dynasty manager dream, his situation, except he's on the Cowboys. But we don't <laughs> not everybody's an Eagles fan. I right? know, I know. Um, AJ, my, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say my third guy is actually Devontae Smith. Okay. I just think that he's got like a Hall of Fame career ahead of him. Um, and so I put him ahead of McLaurin, who I put fourth. And then uh, after McLaurin, I'm sliding Tolbert in there Ooh. for Dynasty. Uh, I'm very torn between him and Dotson. Don't think that any of those Giants guys really make it for me. Wow. Okay. One, two. I have the same <clears throat> CD as what we just talked about, A.J. Brown has the talent to take over number one, but a questionable situation. What happens if they move on from Hertz? He's talked about he's his best friend. It just seems like there's the potential for a blow up, a blow up. I'll take McLaurin number three for this season. But if in dynasty, yes, I would take Devontae. There's just too many players who need targets from a quarterback who doesn't pass a lot for Devontae to be number three. Once is going to chuck it. McLaurin's wide receiver number one. And right. then I'm going Dotson. Number five. Interesting. Yeah, I almost did that too. Well, I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we gave a little difference of opinion there. Uh, tight end. It's like hard to if we gave a top three, it's, it's just, hard to figure out who the third. I mean, it's it's Schultz and Goddard. Yeah, two person race right now. Yeah, but who that th- who's that third tight end? I mean, <laughs> Paul is really looking into that NFC tight end room. You know, there's there's a lot of. Gosh, a lot of a lot of that position available, a lot of timeshare to take. We're wishing you the best, Logan. Logan Thomas and Ricky Seals Jones. Godspeed. May the football, uh, may the football force be with you. May the football force be with us as we try to make some bold predictions. I think these division might, winners. These might not be bold picks. Well, listen, you know what is a bold pick? I recently parlayed all eight of my division picks. Ooh. Yeah, I recommend that. That's a great futures bet to try and follow because I think if you pick enough underdogs, I just did this one for like shits and giggles, but it was like a dollar ninety two cent bet that paid out like four point nine million. <laughs> and yeah, it's like you know Lions, Jags, um, you know Browns <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the guy. It's the fo- I think the Texans actually Texans Raiders like the like. All of those underdogs would have to win their divisions at once, and they'd all have to be right for that to hit. But listen, 
Have some fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already plotting my picks in right, my head right, right now, right, bro. Right. So on that note, who you got winning the NFC East? No surprise. Going the burn. <laughs> going <with the Eagles. laughs> no, they, they, they legit have the most talent in the division. Yeah, the defense could be scary. I mean, the offense, too. The offense could be absolutely scary. Could you imagine trying to block Fletcher Cox and Jordan Davis at the same time? Yes. They, you, they, you need a whole offensive line for that. They have the talent. I think they have the... Um, they're building together. Like, they're coming together as a team. Uh, I like how they play together. I like how they play for each other and for the coach. Mike McCarthy, he's a little bit shaky at times, and I'm a little worried about the Cowboys' depth. Uh, they're very young. They have a lot of young talent, so I'll have them go number two just because they have so much talent, and talent is important. This is the tough one. They're neither of them are great. I don't think they're as complete garbage as maybe you said the worst team in the league. Yeah, no, I actually <laughs> I, I, I'm going to put the Giants ahead of the Commanders because of the coaching. Okay, I'm going to go Commanders this season. Yeah, because of the familiarity with their team, not a ton of turnover. It seems like the Giants have a group of players that will come together, but they're just. They're they're very a random group right now. There's some there's there's some players on the Commanders who've been there for a while and they're familiar with the way they play. Right. I mean, there is quarterback turnover though, which is the most important position. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. I um, despite the complete lack of ability to read a defense from the quarterback position in the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, We'll Team see. There. Can you uh, prove Paul I don't this year? Will, I can't wait. I, I don't think so. it will matter. I think, I, I think I'll think i be the idiots will say, oh, you were proven wrong because we won all these games. I got news for you. Games are won in the trenches, and the Eagles have two of the best lines I've seen in decades in this NFL. And now we have league. linebackers. And, and now we got linebackers. Secondary is yeah. pretty scary, too. Yeah. The receivers are epic. You don't even need to have a great running back. I mean, that offensive line, Lane Johnson, Jordan Mailata, Jason Kelsey, Landon Dickerson. Yeah. Like, you have you drafted Carl Jurgens in the second round. There is depth. Isaac Sayamalu is a solid right guard. Like, yeah. this offensive line is the best in the league. It is stacked. Yeah. And they will win a division and be a good offense because it's going to be nearly impossible to stop them from running the football. They're the stars of the squad. and the, But the team that has the defense to do it and forces Jalen to make difficult reads will be the team that beats them, and it may not happen until the first round of the playoffs. If this team goes to the NFC Championship game, then I will be proven wrong because I will have – they will need Jalen Hurts to have won games from the pocket with his arm, okay. with his anticipation, in order to get that far. I like that you gave a measurable outcome. A measurable yeah. outcome, exactly, Paul, for uh, success or failure. Yes, yes. So we're going to move on to uh, divisions that we're a little bit less passionate about as we uh, disembark here. Uh, we're doing. We're, we're going to continue this Beast of the East series and jump over to the AFC East next episode. We appreciate you guys joining us. Um, thank you for listening in. 
Tell your friends. Love to have you send us your questions. Answer them on the next episode. Thanks for listening.